0: I was sitting in the kitchen, and I was like, Lord, what, what, am, what am I going to do? Um, I have all of these responsibilities, all of this going on, and it seems like I'm doing everything I can for you, and everything is just going opposite. Anybody ever been there where it seems like you were doing all you knew to do? And still, you took two steps forward, and you took five steps back, and you said, you're saying, God, what, you know, what in the world is going on? And I was sitting in my kitchen, and, and, and I, I didn't understand it. And then these words came. I said, Lord, you are good. You've been so good.
1: Lord, you are good. You've been better than...
0: your voice so come
1: on tell them today you is so, good so good to me Repay you, Lord. I can never repay you, Lord. I can never repay you, Lord, for what you've done for me. How you lose my shackles. Eh? there right there let them hear your heart in that tonight Do you think-
2: Hey, hey welcome to another episode of spiritual fortitude i am dr angela kennel your ambassador of grace and i am so pleased uh, that sure you're here yes. with us today I am so happy to have Coach Debbie Chandler as my guest today. And I'm going to share with you um, just a short bio about Debbie before I bring her in with her beautiful self. So um, let's see. I had it. And what did I do with it? Can you hear me, Debbie?
3: Okay, now i Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you now.
3: But is it a lot of feedback?
2: I uh, no, you're very clear.
3: Okay, okay great. Yes. <laughs> hey. Let me get a bit here. Yes. What? I was trying to do it on my computer. Okay. But yeah. for some reason I couldn't get it connected, so I had to do it on my
2: phone. Gotcha. And that is perfectly fine. You know, technology is something else. But That's it. um but yes, I do want to share a little background um, just about you, Debbie, before I actually bring you in. But I want to make sure that you heard me. Um, but I can't. You can't see me. No, <laughs> it's OK. It's OK. That's the beauty of a podcast. It's it's all right. <laughs> I, I can see you, though, <laughs> and you look great. Oh, but, thank yes. But uh, that that is perfectly fine. Um, I'm going to admit uh, that my computer is acting um, a little funny with me today, but uh, it's all right. You know the, yeah. the weather here um, in beautiful Atlanta, um, it's a little rainy, but okay. uh, we're, we're going to make it do what it do. Yes, we are. All right. So um, I'm going to, uh, since my uh, laptop continues to do what it does, I'm just going to go with the flow. How about that? So, uh, so Coach Debbie Chandler is a best-selling author. Uh, she's also a certified life coach. And if I'm not mistaken, Debbie, you reside now in Los Angeles, California, correct? Los Angeles. Yes, Los Angeles, yes. And um, you mentioned to me uh, yesterday, you used to live here in Georgia, right?
3: Yes, I do for a short time, right. Mhm. I was fading to at that time. I work out,
2: so I went to LA. Right. And how's the weather out there? The weather's beautiful. Oh it wow!
3: So, I... Maybe four degrees.
2: Oh wow! Oh. I can I can imagine. Um. Let's see. You're fading in and out and i'm getting a message of page unresponsive just hold on uh everybody that's watching just bear with us
3: that was a lot get through this
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm sorry deb it's okay uh it's, it's spinning but but we're gonna we're gonna make it do what it do so i initially met you debbie um through uh one uh wonderful woman of God in particular, and that is Cheryl Pelote Williamson, yes. the visionary author, director, producer. Yes. Oh, the list goes on and on with her. I am very proud of her, and I'm so happy that we were both um in Soul Talk Volume Two back in 2018.
0: Yes. And
2: I remember the day that I met you. It was in the ballroom. It was for the Friday night dinner, and yes. it's like our spirits immediately knew each other. Yes. Indeed. Just kindred spirits, and, and I do um, say that uh, I can count on one hand. I think I told you that yesterday, and yes. it's and it's the truth. I can count on one hand the number of people that I've had that encounter with, so that's pretty special uh, yes. when, when you're able to to connect in that manner. Yes it is. Yes. Um, I love them. go ahead Debbie. No, I was just saying God
3: does brings people together. It's like people, but only God souls. Amen. And so I
2: does that. Amen. Amen. Okay. Do we still have feedback? uh yeah um it's loading and reloading on my end uh, but but i see okay. that you're still here so that's okay good. yes i am that's good just just stay with me
3: okay not a problem okay yeah
2: okay i okay i see her you see, you see me. Um. Yes, I do see you. I I see yes. you clearly. I see you clearly.
3: Because I was going to see if I can just come up on my on the computer, but the link still hasn't come
2: through. Oh, Debbie. Oh, Debbie. Nice sure. shirt. We're gonna get into that. Nice sure. shirt. We're gonna get into that. Oh, okay. But yeah,
3: like the, 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 I do,
2: so I like do, and that was actually the name, of your, actually the name of your chapter, in Soul talk
3: picture. volume, 2, Correct. Maybe we should come off and come back on.
2: No, it's actually no, um, it's actually on, um, my end, so. on my end. So okay, how about that, Debbie? That sounds better. Okay, okay. It was definitely me. (laughs) Okay. But the name of your chapter in Soul Talk, Volume 2, was I Shall Live, correct?
3: Yes, it is. Yes. Yes,
2: And what I love the most about that is that you opened with Psalm 118, 17. Yes. Which is, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord.
3: Yes. And
2: (laughs) your chapter was beautifully written, let me say that oh thank you it really was debbie and your testimony touched me and that made me just just love you even more because it's you funny. know it it takes it exactly guess what i got my copy too <laughs> 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 but um but that's such a proud it, moment it's it, such a proud moment yes it really was and it was such a yes. beautiful weekend so talk a little bit yes. about your chapter in uh soul talk volume two debbie
3: so my chapter in um, chapter three, page twenty one. Mm-hmm. So mind um, my my memoir was already finished, and when I got the call to you know that I was accepted to submit um, a chapter, mm-hmm. I prayed to God, and He said, "I want you to, to submit." I shall live. Now mind you, "I shall live" is not in my memoir. I wrote it and it was in a separate folder oh,
4: wow. because
3: honestly, I never was going to publish. I, I never had any ideas or thoughts to put that chapter in my memoir okay. because I figured if people knew that I tried to commit suicide, mm-hmm. you know, the stigma is, you know, you're crazy right. or, you know, the everything that goes with the stigma. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. said to the Lord, okay, okay. Is bad enough everything else happened to me and people are going to read about it. Mm-hmm.
2: I just lost Debbie. Hold on, Debbie. Okay. Just hold Do you on see already. me? Not yet. I can hear you. Okay, as long as you can hear me. Yes, as long ma'am. As they keep, hear. Keep, yes ma'am. Keep going. Okay so
3: the last thing i was going to do was submit you know information about me trying to commit suicide so what happened was god was like no that's the chapter i want to introduce the world to you as an author yes. so of course being obedient mm-hmm. i went on and i submitted the chapter okay little and um little did i know that so much would come from it because once the book was published, people put in their orders, people received it. I received so much feedback. Mm -hmm. So many people said to me, I didn't know you went through this. I didn't know you were going through this. And then so many people um, were able to, it was a safe place for people to say to me, you know, I have those thoughts too because, um, but I was always, you know, ashamed to say it or I would never say it. And so over the years, it's been about three years now. And what I'm learning now is that through my chapter, it has taken the sting out of the stigma of suicide for some people. And there's so many people who have gotten freedom through the I shall live movement. Um, One of the models, Demia Gordon, who models for me, Mm -hmm. um, once I asked her to, You know would she be a model and she was you know down for it um for her she said it gave her so much freedom and she talked about her story and other women that i know have been able to you know come out and say listen even if they didn't attempt it they have those thoughts and that's the whole thing it's that at least let's start to have the dialogue in our community that there are people who have suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. maybe they don't go the, the, the extra round right maybe they don't go the extra mile of actually trying to take their lives but they have the thoughts and so I'm thankful and grateful to God that as a result of me sharing my story yes. with the world that there are now people who are able to be honest with themselves Amen, about their own
2: baby. thoughts Amen Amen And, you know, I am so proud of you uh, for being obedient to God and just opening yourself up to the world to tell your testimony. And I am so elated that there have been lives saved from that. And a a lot more lives are going to be saved from your story. And um, I just want you to know that I have on my I Shall Live shirt. The oh, very first you. one that you sold, <laughs> yes. But I'm loving that one that you have on. I love oh. that. <laughs> and, I, and, and there's a story to this one. There's
3: uh-huh. a story to this one. And what I want everyone to know is, although I may not be promoting the shirts right. as much as I did right. last year, mm-hmm. um, I want people to know that they are still available that the movement is still alive and still going and it's ongoing. You can always contact me or go on the website and order a shirt because, um, last year when God had me start to promote them, Mm -hmm. it was in response to the COVID-19 lockdown that we were all in. And everyone was so afraid and also in response Mm -hmm. to the death of our brother, George Floyd.
2: Right. Yeah. Yes. And and before before we sign off today, I definitely want you to share your website so that um others can go and get their I Shall Live gear. It's it was such yeah. a beautiful thing. I, I got the face mask and uh, you know, when the pandemic was really, really heavy. Um not saying that it's not now, but uh, right. things were really, really just heavy. Um, yes. And when I would enter um, stores uh, covered up and I would get questions about what does that mean? I shall live. Yes. It's like, I shall yes. live and not die. That's exactly what it means.
3: Yes, yes, yes.
2: But and I, I did
3: actually. Go ahead, Debbie. No, I know that some people, Um, and someone mm-hmm. said to me, they were like, I'm very proud of you, but I don't want to associate myself with oh. that. And so what i had to say and i and i understand that mm-hmm. you know i understand the stigma but what what god wants the message that god wants to get across is i shall live is not it for me it was referring to my chapter it was referring to my experience right. but god wants people to know that we are dying every day yes. when we don't live fully jesus said i died so that you can live have life and have it abundantly
4: Amen. and
3: so there are some of us that are dying in our dreams dying in our hopes yes. dying in their visions there yes. are dreams hopes and visions that God has breathed into all of us mm-hmm. and there are people sitting on the sidelines of life allowing all of what god has put in them to die so true so God you know so the message is that it it doesn't it has to do necessarily with suicide it mm-hmm. has to do with life in general yes. I shall live and declare the works of the Lord Amen. meaning I shall live every single day over and over and over mm-hmm. and my life shall be a declaration of the goodness of the Lord
2: Amen Amen Uh-oh. Okay I you there? It. lost you <laughs> Thought okay. I you. Yeah. But yeah. You're there, Debbie, right. I um, and you know, with with you, uh, you have such an humble spirit, and you know, even with everything that that you're faced in your life, um, it's it's the beauty of knowing that you can still smile and, and we can see that, uh, that angelic spirit through you. Now you, you also have another testimony to share the your most recent testimony. Um, do you want to share yes. that with us today? I sure will. Okay.
3: And this shirt that I have on, the new version of I shall live mm-hmm. is blinged out. It's glitter because it's a celebration yes. the new yes. version of I Shall Live mm-hmm. is about a celebration mm-hmm. and that is why I named my Facebook group I changed the name several times mm-hmm. but right now the name of it is Celebrating Life with Coach Debbie Amen. because um, on January 23rd mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with COVID-19 My God, and um, it was two hard weeks The 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 i was in it for two hard weeks Damn. and it was very very traumatizing very sad very lonely and at one point i did think that this was it this was the moment that i was going to leave the earth and it's one thing when you think you want to get out of here yourself mm-hmm. because yeah. most of the time people think they want to get out of here you're not trying to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Number one, you you just want the pain to stop right. and you're right. seeking some type of healthy, positive attention. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you feel like your number is about to be up, that's a totally different experience. My God. And so when I did have COVID-19, I thought my number was up one night and I said to the Lord, okay, this is what we're going to do, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to take me with you right now, just mm-hmm. take me out of here, mm-hmm. or you're going to stop this pain because I can't live. I can't go another day. I could barely breathe. I was in pain. I felt like someone was standing on my shoulders trying to open my skull. Oh my God. Um, it, it was so painful. And, um, and I have a history of fibromyalgia, which is painful, but mm-hmm. fibromyalgia pain has nothing I bet on it doesn't. the pain from COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a thing I said to the Lord, excuse me. I said, either you're going to take my life right now, or you're going to stop this because I can't do this. And when I woke up the next morning, I went to sleep crying. and my, When I woke up, my eyes were still wet, but the sun was shining in my room so brightly wow. and I opened the curtains and it had stopped. Like I, now the, the sickness had not gone away. I still had the cold symptoms and mm-hmm. you know, the light body aches and things of that nature mm-hmm. and, and still the lung issues. And I still had to recover from that. But that excruciating pain that I had been feeling for like three days mm-hmm. and that I just thought I was going to die from that had stopped.
2: Good God,
3: And, um, Oh, and by the way, that night, <laughs> I had played, I put on um, Yolanda Adams Live. That's one of me and my daughter Tia's favorite albums. Uh-huh. And I just played it, and I just cried, and I played wow. it, and I had it on repeat um, on my iPad, and I just had it at the head of my head. Oh,
4: my God. And,
3: and I just played it. I just played it because my faith in him, mm-hmm. that's where my faith in him is. Yes, I knew that he could do it. Whether he would heal me or not, that was his choice. But I knew that he could do it. Amen. So I had to have that conversation. Listen, and that's the way I talk to Jesus. I don't know about anyone else. Girl. But Jesus is my friend. Yes. So I said to him, He's, you know, he's my Lord and Savior. And I and and I honor him. But in that moment, he was my friend. He was just, he had the answers. He was my counselor. And yes. I'm like, listen, either you're gonna take me with you. And that's my confidence. My confidence is funny because my confidence is that either you're going to take me with you. I I never said either I'm going to die. You know, my confidence was, was either you're going to take me with you, meaning that I know when I leave this earth, I'm going with him. You know that was my confidence. So it was either you're gonna take me with you right now, mm-hmm. or you're gonna stop this pain. But we're we're not gonna play this game anymore. You know, I know and, that's
2: uh, right, and that's how we're supposed to talk to him, as if he was exactly. a regular person. <laughs> like,
3: exactly, yeah. exactly. Because there's a confidence. Yes, there's a confidence in knowing him. Yes, and yes. um, and so, you know, over the days I started to heal. Unfortunately. Where I am right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, I still I have. I'm what they call long haulers. Okay. So long haulers are people who, even though your symptoms are not there anymore, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're not contagious. So I'm not contagious, but I have a lot of residual things as a result of it. And so, um, you know, and I'm believing God. Mm-hmm. I'm believing God to completely heal me. Um, and I don't, you know, I'm at the place where I don't quite feel like myself. It's, it's a thing where you just feel a little off,
4: right. you know, okay. and I
3: just feel a little off, but mm-hmm. I'm believing God and I'm thanking him for my complete healing in advance. Like I yes. know that yes.
2: it's
4: it
3: it's just manifest. a process. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just a process. And day by day, I'm still thanking him for my complete healing,
2: Amen. but
3: yes. And so, you know, a couple of people that I talked to, um, you know, told me out of this, God is going to give you a testimony. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have interviews and you're going to write a new book. Get and I didn't, know thing- I didn't know things were going to happen so fast. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to happen <laughs> while I'm still healing. I thought maybe, you know, yeah, down the road, you know, December or next year or something.
2: Oh, I thought, no. You know, that's not how he works.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> so um it's so funny one person called me one day to check on me because i I didn't at that time i didn't let a lot of people know because just the people who i knew immediately would pray for me Mm -hmm. and it's not to say that everyone would not have but i didn't need well first of all i was so sick i couldn't get to everybody right but um I, i just wanted it to be people who would just pray and that's it you yes. know, because I couldn't really talk on the phone, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I couldn't do much. I was just bedridden, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so. But when I did, when I was able to, um, have a conversation, a couple of people who are important to me who didn't know, you know, I called them and let them know. And it's one of my friends, and I'm not going to mention her name right now. Okay. Um, but okay. you guys will know in in a couple months. Okay. But um, she she did a book and uh. You know, I just called her to let her know, hey, listen, I just wanted to give you a check-in, let you know I'm okay. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had a little conversation. I couldn't stay on the phone that long. Right. And she said, yes. you just answered my prayer. And I was like, what prayer? And she said, well, I, you know, I'm putting together a book. And I had one more chapter. And, you know, I asked God, you know, I've been holding on to it. And my publisher was like, come on, hurry up. We got to get this thing finished. And she's like, no, I'm sitting. God has one more person, mm-hmm. but they haven't called me yet. And, um. She said, "You're that person." Wow, and I'm like, "Okay, what what person?" You know, I'm I'm in the bed. I'm you know, I'm just a mess. Yeah, and she says, "You are the one." And I'm like, "Well, when is this due?" You know, she's like, "In a couple days." So, you know, I mustered up the strength Mm -hmm. to write, and it's it's not a long chapter. It's just a reflection that she needed me to write for. But I wrote it in the moment, and and I was like, um. And I don't know. I just prayed. I said, okay, God, if you want me to do this, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And I did it and sent it to her. And she was like, oh, my God, this is great. And so, um, you know, God did that. And then you called me, you know, to do the interview. So um, I I just believe that God is really going to get glory out of this. Amen. Um, You know, and I I know I'm just talking a lot. You go ahead. It's okay,
2: baby. (laughs) It is all right. Because the one thing that I did want you to do was to share both of your testimonies um, because they are so, so compelling and much needed um, to be heard um, among the body of Christ and around the world. And so, uh, you know, it just reflects what uh, I call it God's podcast, uh, Spiritual Fortitude um, is, and that's to talk about how individuals apply their faith in god throughout situations of adversity so i really wanted you to share your testimonies because everybody can't go through that and everybody you know has their own personal strength of what they can deal with um but when we are weak god is strong and the the one thing that i do know is that you are a blessed woman of god you are covered and just to hear how you spoke to him. It's all about relationship anyway. Um, and I and I say that all the time. It's not religion, it's relationship. Your yes. own personal relationship with Christ. Yes. And to yes. see his promises manifest in your life is beautiful. Yes. So beautiful to me. And I am just so happy um to see that smile on your face and to know uh that you are a survivor in more ways than one. Amen. And uh, Amen shall live is definitely going to take off um and be international i see it already and just know that uh i i i've got to get one of those blinged out uh i shall live shirts so (laughs) 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 but um but debbie uh i want to talk about you as a life coach now how is that
3: so life coaching how'd that come about mm-hmm. okay so as a result of um and another thing so i have fibromyalgia really bad i do too badly. But, praise god okay mm-hmm. right praise god and um so my fibromyalgia was definitely linked to many of the things that i went through in my life okay so um i started going to therapy. Um, and then, so out of therapy, I went to therapy for five years, actually five years, mm-hmm. never missed appointment. Um, there's no snow or rain here. So mm-hmm. you just keep going. Right. And um, at the end of, at the end of my five years, my therapist said, so now what are you going to do? So when I was a little girl, I always wanted to go back and go to school and be a psychiatrist. I always wanted to, you know, be a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Oh. So I told her I was going back to school and she said, okay, that's great. But what are you going to do in the meantime? And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, I know you want to be a psychologist. And, you know, she said, but you have a lot to offer now. Going to school will just give you a degree. But going to school can't teach you what you already know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, really? She said, yeah. She said, why don't you Get into life coaching and I didn't know about life coaching at that time. Mm -hmm. And so I took, you know, and so she sent me some links and I took the course and I became certified and, um, and I just started doing it. And at the same time from my church, faithful central Bible church, we had a ministry called no longer bound Mm -hmm. at that time. It was, it was a ministry and the, the founders are Tegra little and Mark little. Okay and um tigra is one of my good friends and so one day i was speaking with her and you know she told me about no longer balance a 12-week program Mm -hmm. and what they do is in 12 weeks women who are post abortive who've Mm -hmm. had abortions or miscarriages Mm -hmm. and never was afforded the opportunity to grieve properly Mm -hmm. and grieve through god grieve through jesus in those 12-week programs and it's more like 16 weeks, but the The meat and potatoes is 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 six is twelve weeks. Okay. So during that twelve week period, there's a class every week, and there's a chapter and a book that we use, and we deal with those abortion wounds. Mm. So out of that, I became a facilitator. So through TIGRA, you also have to take a course, and then you get a certificate for being a for being a facilitator. Okay. So you're not a you're not exactly a minister but you're a facilitator of a group, a group facilitator. But you facilitate through the word of God. And so through doing that, I realized, oh, I really like this. And so then some of my clients, I mean, some of the participants and No Longer Bound who needed extra work or extra personal Mm one-on-one, I started life coaching them. And then, you know, just through word of mouth, I built my life coaching business. And um, so that's how that happened. And I know it was all God because I didn't know anything about life coaching. Um, You know, Tegra was obedient to Mm -hmm. choose me to be one of her facilitators. And it was all through God, you know, it was all through God and, and God has, you know, mastered the skills in me and um, through my wisdom and the knowledge that I learned because I continue to take courses and classes at, you know, universities, so mm-hmm. that, you know, I'll, I'll keep my skills up, you know, yes. and there's things that i learned, because the biggest thing for me is I never want to facilitate or coach or teach from my opinion, Okay. you know, okay. I always want it to be, you know, the, a lot of the workbooks that I've used, and I'm also writing my own workbook right now, oh, but a lot really? of the workbooks, that, yeah, yeah, so, but a lot of workbooks that I've used in the past were, um, you know, PhDs were from people who, you know, who had PhDs in psychology, and this way, the applied the information that I would apply would be something that we could learn together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never want to teach or coach or speak simply from my opinion. My wisdom is one thing, but I don't want to, I don't want it to be an opinion based. I don't want to have an opinion based coaching service or ministry, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not, Oh, I think you should. And I think, and it's not that, Mm -hmm. you know, and I allow people to have their own experience. I say, well, from what I've learned and what I know, this may be better for you. Mm -hmm. So I make a strong suggestion. However, you have to have the experience that you have to have. And that's truly what I believe. Even as a Christian, Mm -hmm. I never, say to my clients, oh, that goes against God, or mm-hmm. God said, don't do that, or God said, I don't do that, you know, I let people know, okay, according to the word of God, mm-hmm. this is what is, is said that we should do according to the word of God, however, you're still going to have to have the experience that you have to have right. in order to for you to build your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Because we can't save everyone. We can't save anyone, right, Angela? Right. And you know that.
2: Right. You're absolutely right.
3: Right. You know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. we know what's in the word of God. Exactly. We know that.
2: Exactly.
3: Right? We exactly. know that. But my job is I don't want to hammer people so much that they run away.
2: Exactly. 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 I agree with you on that, right. Debbie.
3: Right. So I don't want to hammer anyone
2: mm-hmm. and beat
3: anyone over the over the head with the word of God. And right. God said, if you don't,
4: mm-hmm. you know, if you
3: don't, you, because I know that you know this. Underneath the behavior that everyone has, and I know that this is what I know from my own experience. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. much as I love Jesus, I still was in pain and wanted to take mm-hmm. my life. So I had to go see a therapist Mm -hmm. to understand why did I want to take my life? What type of pain was I am Mm -hmm. in? And so that's what I do with my clients and the women in the groups. I help them, guide them to themselves. Right. What is it? You know, why do you feel you need to uh, exhibit the behavior that you're exhibiting? Right. What's underlining? Mm -hmm. Now there, you know, what's under that. right? And so that's, that's basically what my coaching, you know, um, it, it is about. Awesome. Um, I haven't, and during COVID, like once I finished, um, everybody for 2020, I have not taken on any, anyone new okay. because God has me really, really focusing on my nonprofit.
2: Okay. So I'm that's what I'm doing. Baby. <laughs> Talk about yes. that for a minute.
3: Yes, yes. So I will have clients in the nonprofit, but right now, so the nonprofit um, I'll talk about that is Decast House, D K A S, okay. and it's Decast House, a place of safety, a place of care and safety, and that was birthed out of myself and my three daughters, wow. Debbie, Kamaya, T, and Sabira,
4: awesome.
3: and that. Yeah, and so there were a few times when they were younger Mm -hmm. and when I separated from their dad that we had to actually stay in the shelter for a few days. And, and, but praise God, the shelter that we were a part of is called the Isaiah House. And it's in East Orange, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And um, in fact, um, one of our co-authors, Dr. uh, Terry Richardson. Yes. He happened and I didn't know this until I didn't know this until we got to Dallas. Um, mm. that he's actually on the board. So that's a whole thing. Now he is, but Gosh. we're talking like yeah. <laughs> so this was like 30 years ago though, um, when the girls and I, you know, stayed there and, and um I used to say to the girls, um, and this was a, a testament to speak those things that are not as though they are. Yes. And I used to say to my three little girls, when we get old, when you guys get older and we, and we get rich, mm-hmm. we're going to have a house just like this. God is going to bless us with a with a shelter mm-hmm. and we're going to bring mommies and their daughters in here and we're going to take care of them just like the Isaiah house takes care of us. And they will say,
2: "Okay, Mommy." Oh, you and put uh, that into existence. <laughs>
3: Yes, and and we've always talked about over the years, like always. And I was, like I said, I was almost thirty years ago, and finally, Gosh. you know, God is bringing it to fruition. So a side sidebar out of that is, I want anyone to know if you have a dream, a goal, or a vision, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how long it seems to be taking, mm-hmm. and it can seem like it's not going to come to pass, right. but it will. Keep your faith in God. Keep. Let God guide you, because there are experiences that you have to have before, sometimes before the blessing manifests itself. Yes. So don't get frustrated. So I just wanted to say that I was a sidebar. Amen. Um, Amen. Let him use you. Let him use you. Yeah, because <laughs> because now it's it's you know almost thirty years later, and it's starting to come to fruition. So Decast House is my nonprofit, and it's for women. And it's to support women and girls,
2: That is beautiful.
3: women who have daughters, and um, you know we're going to have our initial opening celebration really soon. Cool. And maybe I can come back and talk about that. Yes, I but, love that. Um, yeah, I would yeah. So love that. So that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm focusing on. And I did want to give a shout out to Cheryl, because yes. you know God has connected. Me, you, us. Yes, the Cheryl. For yes. for more reasons. I mean, she's a she's an impeccable businesswoman. She is, and there's so many things that I would not know how to go. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing I love about it is she doesn't do it for you, right? But she directs you, right? And either you go and get the information uh-huh. and do it, uh-huh. or you don't. Exactly. And, um, right? She <laughs> right. Don't play so. that. <laughs> Yes, yes. And so I want to congratulate you also on your podcast. Thank you. You uh, And this is a little different. I know normally it's probably an interview for you and an interview for me. But I want want those who are watching to know that this is more of a conversation between Angela and I. Because like she said from the beginning, our souls just connected. And we feel so entwined. And Cheryl has been such a... Force in both of our lives. Absolutely. And, um, you know, another something I want to say to people is, you know, get yourself a mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, get yourself a coach. Mm-hmm. Get yourself someone who you can be accountable to.
2: That's important.
3: Because That's important. even when I want to stop, knowing Cheryl is somewhere around, mm-hmm. somewhere around. Yeah. Like I, I don't want, I don't want to beat down from her. Oh. <laughs> And you know how she does it. Yes. You know, she may not. Maybe she's direct and maybe not. Yes.
2: Sometimes it's (laughs) subliminal.
3: If you turn on any of her videos, you just feel so convicted. Yes. So, (laughs) even on my COVID bed, I'm like, okay, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Right. (laughs) You know, but. It's, it's so important to have someone like that mm-hmm. in your life
2: it is. That,
3: that keeps you accountable. And she's taught us so much she has. in our, in our private, um, you know, our private group mm-hmm. that there's no way we can fail. Mm-mm. And I, and I really have to say that like mm-hmm. the, with the mm-hmm. information that's out there, there's no way that that we can fail unless we just stop.
2: That is true.
3: You know, and so um, so I'm thankful and grateful for that. And I just, you know, I wanted to say that.
2: Amen. But, uh,
3: yeah. But this I Shall Live shirt, mm-hmm. one more thing, and then I'm going to let you take the floor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have at it,
3: David. Our other, we have another soul sister from... Uh-huh. We'll talk volume 2. Yes. Kimberly Solomon. Yes,
2: love
3: Kimberly. Love Kimberly and so Kimberly was also another person who knew about when I was sick and okay. would call me and pray for me and pray, you know, with me. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day I could barely talk, but I said to her, you know, um when I first, you know, <laughs> when I first um do a first uh, live or or right. or an interview. I want this shirt. I have this shirt in my head, a vision, Uh and it's blingy, and and it looks celebratory. And she was like, okay, well, I can't do it, but I know somebody who can. And um, the next thing I know, Kimberly had got this shirt and had it, you know, the mock-up. And and she said, you
2: like this? She said, you like this? I said, yeah. She said, okay, I'm going to send it to you. I am not surprised. You know, Kimberly's very resourceful.
3: Very, very. And, um, and, you know, I got them in the mail. Um, And, no, listen, she said they did get lost. So Kimberly wow. said the Lord told her to get on a plane and bring these shirts to me.
2: Wow.
3: Yes. But she didn't. She said, you know how sometimes when we do that, we think it's an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she put the shirts in the mail, and mm-hmm. they got lost. Wow! They were somewhere in Georgia. Now, she lives in Florida. Oh I live goodness. in Los Angeles, and the shirts right. were in Florida. So we should have called you to go get them. Yeah, you know I would have you
2: know gotten them. I would have gotten them for you. I
3: know. <laughs> and so finally, the shirts got to me. So the shirts just got to me yesterday. Kimberly doesn't even know I forgot to oh, text her so wow. so she's gonna and I said to her I said I want her to see mm-hmm. me with the shirts on because Aww. she said I hope you like them you know but yeah. um I love them it's so celebratory right it's so celebratory and I'm just so grateful and I'm so thankful but everything that God has done in my life, for my life, Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful and grateful for the experiences that I've always had to have. You know, no one would want their little daughter to be molested. Mm -hmm. Nobody would want to be raped. Mm -hmm. You know, no one would want to, you know, use substances to heal the pain. And no one definitely would want to. And I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, no one would definitely want to think that they had to resort to taking their own life to ease the pain. Right. So... I'm not glorifying those things mm-hmm. that happened to me,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and I don't that on anyone. Right. But just for me, I'm thankful and grateful that I have experienced everything that I experienced mm-hmm. because it brought me closer to God. Amen. It is always, it's it's always brought me closer to him. Um, and I have another friend, Liana, who always says, Debbie, you're the only person I know who goes through all of this and still comes out closer to God. Like, mm-hmm. I, you just,
4: you know, you're the
3: <laughs> and um and, and it's not a holy roller thing. It's mm-hmm. not for show. No. It's no, just no. I just love him and I trust him and I always know. Mm-hmm. Like there's a knowing inside of me yes. that I'm going to be taken care of. There's yes. just the knowing.
4: Yes.
3: And so um and that's what my, you know, my, my group is about and my postings, mm-hmm. you know, and I and don't think I do is I post encouraging things. You know, yes, I'm an exhorter. Do. And um, I just want to encourage and exhort people through whatever situation, Mm -hmm. um, don't give up on yourself and don't give up on God because he's always there.
2: That's true. He's always there. That is so true. Yes. I am just so proud of you, Debbie. And um, I'm so glad that you you are here today. Just, just to share your thoughts. And I know that you know our listeners um, are taking nuggets um, away from this because it is very uh, real and intentional and authentic. And I'm just so grateful uh, for that. Debbie, uh, give us your information. How can you be found on uh, social media and your website? Okay,
3: so on social media... I am on on Instagram. I'm simply Coach Debbie Chandler. And that's on Instagram. And on Facebook, I am Debbie Chandler. And then through Debbie Chandler, there's a private Facebook group, which is celebrating life with Coach Debbie Chandler. Okay. So again, on Instagram, it's mm-hmm. Coach Debbie Chandler. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, it's Debbie Chandler. And through my Facebook page, there's my private Facebook group, uh-huh. Celebrating Life with Coach
2: Debbie. Awesome. Awesome. And I uh, I just want to thank you again for your yes, uh, for coming on Spiritual Fortitude. And I definitely <laughs> would love to have you back. Um, to speak more on your nonprofit, and also yes. I'm gonna want to update on the I shall live movement, and yes. uh, I know you're gonna come out with some more books. I, yes. I'm sure that is coming into play. So yes. I, I'm just looking forward to what all God is going to do with you. He is certainly not done with you. You got a lot of work ahead of you. And um, <laughs> you, you are very uh, dedicated and a lover of the Lord. So I know that you are going to carry it all out. And um, I always, always know that uh, you got a, a spiritual friend in Georgia. that that, that's always rooting for you debbie yes i do um, that i know i want to thank um my listeners for joining us today and um before we uh go out i do want to um just um take the time I'm, i'm gonna be uh transparent and uh and just take the time to ask um my listeners uh just for prayer and you don't necessarily have to know why I'm asking for prayer, but just pray for God's covering over me, yes. over my family, um, and just for, for strength and focus and uh, wisdom and understanding in all things. I truly believe in three words that I say every day, and that's all is well. I truly believe yeah. that all is well with me and my house and with everything that concerns me. God will perfect that. But yes, um, but I I do solicit uh, just just prayer for for myself and my entire family, and yeah. um, and just know that you know it's okay to just send up prayers for people. We should do that all the time, um, yes, especially indeed. those prayer warriors. And so I I am asking for that. Um, and let me just keep it real too for 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 those because because uh everybody that that watches are you know, aren't, um, just, you know, real as far as just praying, it's going to be something to be like, Ooh, what's going on with her? Don't worry about that. If, right. If, if right. you're going to lift us up in prayer, do that. If not, it's fine. You don't have to, but, exactly. um, just those that, that know about uh, the power of prayer. Those yes, are the me. ones that, that I'm asking, uh, to yes. solicit prayers for myself and my family. Yes. Um, I'm going to go before God in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for yet another day. Thank you for this opportunity uh, to once again um, ride the wave through your podcast, God. This is you. This is you. You gave me spiritual fortitude, and I am grateful for you giving me the assignment of carrying this out. Um, I love you so much, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to interview your daughter, Debbie Chandler, today, Lord. And I just want to thank you for covering her the way that you have throughout her life, Lord. No weapon formed against her shall prosper, and you have allowed your word to manifest through her in and out of every situation. Oh, that devil is mad because he won't win. We know that he's a loser. He, mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, he's a loser and we know that in anything that we're involved in we are winners through jesus christ because of what he did over two thousand years ago on the cross father god i pray for each and every person that's um, up under the sound of my voice
4: yes god bless
2: them and their families and lord keep us covered in and out of this pandemic i know that you are bringing us out i know that all is well in the name of jesus I (laughs) lift up um, 102.6, the situation here in Atlanta, Georgia, and everyone that's involved with the station, Father God, thank you for what they do each and every day in order to um, uplift the community. And Lord, I give thanks for my family, my friends, uh, my acquaintances.
0: (laughs) Yes. I'm grateful.
2: In spite of anything that I face, I just want to give you glory honor and praise and i'm gonna close this out by saying we love you we adore you and again all is well in jesus name amen so listeners thank you so much for joining me today and um next the next show is april the 24th and my guest will be best-selling author uh she's also um Uh, A business owner. I say she's a multi-million dollar business owner because she's definitely on her way. And uh, she's also um, a new cover girl on Cheryl Magazine, too. And I'm speaking of Tanya Turner. So Tanya will be here with me on April the 24th. Yes, another one of the authors in Cheryl Pillow-Williamson's family um, of Us in the Soul Movement and so um, I just want to say that uh, please join me uh, back here, um, same time, same place. So before I leave you, I want you to do three things: pack your patience, protect your peace, and most of all, walk in love. Take care, Amen. everybody.
0: Amen. I was sitting in the kitchen and I was like, Lord, what, what am, what am I gonna do? Um, I have all of these responsibilities. All of this going on and it seems like I'm doing everything I can for you and everything is just going opposite. Anybody ever been there where it seems like you were doing all you knew to do? And still you took two steps forward and you took five steps back and you said, you're saying, God, what you know, what in the world is going on? And I was sitting in my kitchen and, and, and I didn't understand it. And then these words came. I said, Lord, you are good. You've been
1: so good, Lord. You are good, you've been better than good.
0: your voice. So
1: Come on, tell them today. You is so, good so good to me. with tears in my eyes. And I had to declare out of a hard place that you've still been better. I can never repay you, Lord. I can never repay you, Lord. I can never repay you, you, for what you've done for me. How you lose my shackles there, right there. Let him hear your heart in that tonight.